This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. P5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. I'm Dante Marcatelli. He's Jake Chapman and the Magic are back at it. Two days off, and now they will return to the home floor inside Amway Center. And tonight they host the Washington Wizards coming into the building. Washington Wizards coming off a big win, a blowout win of Detroit a couple of days ago. Three wins on the season, but a scary team, second in pace, a team that can put up points in a hurry, and certainly not a team that this Orlando Magic squad can overlook, and we know they won't here tonight. That comes your way 6.30 right here on Bally Sports 4 to 6.30 on the, on 96.9. And on Bally Sports Florida as well. And we've got a couple of games uh, that are being made up. We'll get you that information because, unfortunately, Jake, the Orlando Magic were eliminated from in-season tournament play last night. And i got to be careful here. i got to be careful here because at the end of the day, as well as the Magic played, uh, we didn't do enough. We didn't do enough to get through. We were in a very difficult group in Group C. It had the highest win percentage of any group from the previous season. So that's what you were up against. Uh, you went three and one in group play, but you lost by point differential. So that's what it came down to. And I say, I got to be careful because again, at the end of the day, it, it's on us, but, but, but I watched that entire Brooklyn Toronto game. Toronto did us no favors. Toronto did us no favors. I don't know what was going on with Scotty Barnes last night. Jakob Pertle decided to miss every layup that he shot. Uh, OG Ananobi kicked it all over the gym in the first half. Well, we didn't, and still, Toronto kind of had position to win the game, and they just had uh, the only thing Royce O'Neal is going to do is shoot threes, and they had no interest in guarding him. So, again, again, it's our fault. We didn't score enough points, uh, win by enough points. I I'll say that, but no help from Toronto, and the situation in Chicago is abysmal, Jake. Ooh. Absolutely abysmal what's going on there with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I've been, you know, I, I didn't care for the tournament in the first place. I, I, I was not paying attention last night. I wasn't. Yeah, okay. Now, okay. Yeah, no, it's. Now it doesn't matter. Now it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. The whole thing was very fun. It was it, it, it was fun to be locked in and engaged in otherwise somewhat meaningless basketball games last night across yeah. the league. It kind of stinks that we, you know, started last and then finished first and then we were kind of sitting on our hands watching everything play out the way it did last night. Can't blame anybody but ourselves, like you said, like it is what it is. Um, that Brooklyn loss ultimately was was the linchpin. That was our first game. And um, yeah. it, it, and that it caught was, us yeah. off guard, did it not? I mean, that kind of caught us off guard the last two minutes of that game, and that was the difference. Absolutely. But, but as I say that, Jake, as I say that, and we talked about this this morning, Boston could have won that game by 50, right? They, they actually, they, you know, they end up winning by 26 or 27, and actually did call off the dog as, you know, as much of uh, hypocrisy as as there was that happened in Boston last night. All of a sudden, Jason Tatum, we'll touch on that in a second. But I, I, they could have left them in and won by, if the differential was 35, they could have got to 35. That, that's yes. my point. Chicago Chicago isn't cut out for really anything right now, but clearly <laughs> no, they're you, not. If you look at the way De DeMar DeRozan finished uh, the game, what was that on Friday against the Raptors? He was he, he was very dismayed uh, yes. about, about the point differential. The ironic part about that one was I think 
Toronto was actually already eliminated and didn't even realize it That's at that correct. point. Correct. There's a whole lot of talk, D, and we talked a little bit yesterday about, about respect for the game and whether or not that, you know, hacking Andre Drummond with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter in a November mm. game was, you know, what we did with Boston. Jason Tatum had an issue with. The respect for the game, I understand. And I understand the conversations that revolve around it. Right. Um, Joe Ingles was asked about it this morning, and he he, he kind of, you know, tiptoed around it because I, I, I don't think anybody did anything that goes beyond, you know, that that can really be considered disrespecting your opponent. One thought that Except I, for the Drummond thing. Except for the Drummond thing. That that was, but but again, within the confines of the rules. I, and, I get it, but... And I'll challenge you this, Dante. When I covered the Detroit Pistons, there was no in-season tournament, and I watched teams hack a Drummond back then, and when you and I covered sure, Dwight sure. Howard... We watch teams do that, and so that. But was- very seldom did you see it up thirty with six minutes left. I, I think sure. that's where that's kind of where now you're just totally embarrassing that's the player and and the hypocrisy of Jason Tatum and and that the philosophy I should say of you know crying you know the crying foul when it happens here in Orlando they're running up the score there's something at some point you got to talk about the disrespect of the game and then they did the same thing the starters were on the floor until three minutes left up by over thirty and you're fouling Drummond so. Let's not complain if you're going to turn around and exactly. do it. And let's all just understand that this is what's in place. And I love what Candace Parker said last night on TNT, having played many tournaments overseas. This is very common. Overseas, everybody understands the point differential thing. It's not popular here yet because it's the first time we've done it. Now we know. I think next year will be completely different. Brooklyn caught us off guard. That's because Brooklyn was caught off guard the first time they did it. <laughs> they had the score run up exactly. on them. Exactly. So I think th- this is how this thing works out, and, and there's no way to know Chicago was going to be this abysmal uh, going into that last game. So there's all these scenarios going into it, Jake, and, and a couple of them that I like. And if you get away with point differential, maybe the point differential is just the point differential between the teams that are 3-1. and one. Maybe you take away what happened with Chicago and what happened with Toronto since they've been eliminated, so that doesn't factor in what happened last night. And then the other thing is maybe if there's a three-way tie, this this would have hurt Orlando this year anyway, but uh, you go to best win, best overall win percentage, right? So I think that's pretty interesting too. So now – Non-tournament teams? Non, or non-tournament, the non-tournament games? Yeah, just your overall record. So yes. you go to your overall record. So Boston has the best record in the NBA. They would have moved on anyway. Uh, but if you, have, if you decide to get away from point differential, there's a couple ways you can do it. Or just understand, for four games, for four games a year – you run that risk. I think it adds an excitement to it. I think it adds another element to it. I say you keep it exactly how it is. Just now we know. Now everybody knows. Quit your complaining. If you don't like it next year, stop it. Yeah, I, look, I, I I always have an issue with unwritten rules. And it, it is kind of funny to me that that you only evoke the respect for the game, respect for your teammates when you, <laughs> when, when, it, when it fits your agenda. Yes. Um, this is the league where, you know, I watch LeBron. Every time somebody hits a bucket over somebody shorter than him, they do the thing, oh, he's too small, too short, too short. Right, 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 right. You know, the, the Joel Embiid is doing Degeneration X, you know, very, very <laughs> uh, adult stuff after buckets. Like, I... Respect for your teammate or for your opponent only goes so far. Like if it, a if you that's don't a want good point. to happen, then that's stop a good it. point. B it is. It's within the confine of the rules. I'll, I I will throw this out there real quick because I think one of the things that we, you ran into is just so many teams with a three and one record. What if you just expand it? What if you play a few more games or if you have a few less groups? Correct. You know Correct. What I mean, play seven totally. games, and now you've got five and two teams and six and one teams. But the only thing with that is, you know, three and one. I agree, I agree with you, and you would know more about this than I would. But it, it seems like the NBA was very strategic about the weekend that is the finals, right? Yes. The ninth, December 9th, because it seems to be 
that seems to be a lull, uh, a lull in the schedule for college football. NFL playoffs haven't started yet, so you can kind of own that weekend. If you add more teams or play more games, you kind of push it back, I think, into that second, third week in December where now you're competing. You're pushing the holidays, you're pushing. You're pushing yeah, that, was, that was the only thing, but, I, but you're right. There are other ways you could tweak it, for sure. I, I think there's other ways you could tweak it, to be sure. And and, and I will say this, like the NBA planned it out. I, I mean, we, we could talk about oh. the differential and what – I mean, it was, you know, 99 out of 100. I mean, they had every No question. We, that, that was, they owned Tuesday night, November 28th last night. I mean, it was Exactly, exactly. It was, now, the it, unintended it was by- success, I think. The unintended byproduct is what the, the NBA would never want Andre Drummond to be shown up and to be a topic the day after. That That is, there's always some unintended consequences yes. that come with these new things. Uh, you put in a rule change, they find a way around it, and then the byproduct is whatever. And and I think we saw that last night. So guys complaining about point differential, DeMar DeRozan getting thrown out of a game because he didn't like the point differential. Uh, they're not liking much of anything there in Detroit. Right. Um, and then, you know, Andre Drummond, you know, on the floor get, getting fouled at the end of a game. Uh, Ryakovic not knowing he'd been eliminated. That, that can't happen. I mean, <laughs> you, can't do, you can't do that. So I think there's a lot of things that we didn't didn't know, and now we know. And, and they'll correct it and they'll fix it going into next year. I think a couple of years from now when you have 32 teams – now you're talking about maybe six teams in a pool, right? So you have six teams in each pool, and now you can so you can you know you can limit the pools, and everybody can play at the same time on the last night, right? Right. So now you get to a point where you're not okay. I know I got to win by 22 points, or I know well no, we don't know. So you got to win by as much as possible. So I think everybody will be fully on board next year. But either way. Jake, there's disappointment, there's frustration. I know these guys badly wanted to advance here to get to the quarterfinals. Um, and, and again, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see, we'll, we'll let you know in the next segment, what that means, the new games that were added to the schedule, but they put themselves in a pretty darn good position. They went three and one. Now they ended up getting that differential all the way up to plus 22 after you started minus 20. So I I give the magic a lot of credit. I give the NBA a lot of credit and it added a a fun element to, to pre regular season games that there ordinarily wouldn't be in November. And for a team like us, I mean, I could spin it positively. Like, we've already made a trip to Mexico. We already made a trip out west. Yeah. Um. You know, next week I think is going to be a little bit we're, – we're, we're heading up to Detroit, and then we have Cleveland at home. Is that right, or is it vice versa? Well, okay, so okay. here we go. So yeah, you're exactly right. So so the games are added on the schedule, so you'll see. So Magic fans, pay attention to this. So Wednesday, December 6th, the Magic will play a road game in Cleveland. So that is another team that got eliminated. So – that's why the these schedules, these games are being added now. The Magic can only play other teams that have been eliminated right. and need to make up a game. And it can't be a team that you've already scheduled four times, right? So Boston, if they got eliminated, that would have been a consideration. Kind of dodged a bullet with them, but it's not going to be easy going to Cleveland. So 7 o'clock, Wednesday, December 6th at Cleveland. Friday, December 8th in Orlando against the Pistons. So the Magic add the Pistons to the schedule on Friday, December 8th. Both of those are 7 o'clock games. So those are the two games that have been added. So we're so we're not adding a lot of travel. Obviously, we're not right. thinking about Vegas. We're not thinking about, frankly, all the hoopla that that is going to ensue with that. Um, we've got bigger goals, Dante, and, and just look at the way this is going to shape up. We've got three in the next four. This is you know, granted it, it, it's Washington twice, but then you got to go to Brooklyn. We come back for Cleveland uh, for that Cleveland game. But like from Saturday, uh, December second to Monday, December eleventh. Nine yes. days, you play yes. three games, so Correct. we're going to be able to rest up. It's the holidays. There's a whole lot of positives about not, you know, not diving into that tournament. Obviously, it's something that everybody wanted. 
um, because of some of the added notoriety. I think it would have been fun. And then, you know, you've got the cash prize that weighed in as well. And, and you want to be considered um, in that that top tier. But um, there, there, there are some silver linings here, I think, just to be able to rest up, make sure uh, you take care of, of objective A, which is to win as many of the 82 games as possible yes. and set yourself up for May. Um, so I, I think probably, you know, when, when the disappointment kind of subsides a little bit, you can spin this positively, especially with how well the team is playing right now. You just don't want to throw a whole bunch of monkey wrenches into things. Well, in three games in nine days sounds great when you just won four games in six days, yeah. right? Four ga- and your seven-game win streak has come across 12 days, right? right? So you've won seven in 12 days, and you've played eight in 13 days, right? That's the, that's the stretch that you just finished, eight games in 13 days. So these two days off. Came in a great time for this Magic team. You've got the game tonight, uh, and then you, you're going to jump right back into it. You're going to play three games in four nights, but you got a little space coming up on the back end. So, again, OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets for that one. Uh, the Orlando Magic will now have another home game on the schedule. That'll be Friday, December 8th at 7 o'clock against the Detroit Pistons. More coming your way here on Magic Drive Time in just a moment, but attention, Magic fans, the Bally Sports ticket takeover is live. When you buy one ticket to a Magic game, Bally Sports – will buy your second ticket to that game. Watch Paolo and the Magic defend their kingdom on that game on December 8th. So now here you go. We got a new home game added to the slate. All you have to do is buy one ticket, and Bally Sports will buy your other one. OrlandoMagic.com slash ticket takeover. OrlandoMagic.com slash ticket takeover. And it's the best deal going. And you can come to the Amway Center and watch the Magic play the Pistons on December 8th. More Magic Drive Time when we return to 96.9 The Game after this. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Sunnyside Plumbing. Yes, I've got a leaking... To leave us a testimonial saying how happy you are with our service, press 1. But you haven't even... For all other inquiries, please hang up. Wait, what? Hang up and call Frank Gay. We're busy watching the game. You know what? I think I will. When you have a leak, you need solutions on your schedule. A helpful expert who can find the problem and fix it fast. That's the Frank Gay way. FrankGayServices.com Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. Game, guys. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, 
you need a dependable partner by your side, a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts. Delivery fee and taxes extra and not subject to discount offer. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. This is Gary Harris of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. I'm Dante Marcatelli. He's Jake Chapman. The Magic back at it tonight, taking on the Washington Wizards, the first of four meetings with the Wizards, the first of two games in a row against the Washington Wizards. We've got it for you at 6.30 right here on 96.9 The Game and 6.30 on Bally Sports Florida. I'll have it with Brian Hill. Brandon Kravitz will have your pregame show here on 96.9 The Game and then give way to Jake Chapman uh, on the play-by-play. And let's get to our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. Well, Jake, my call of the game is, if you can't make the in-season tournament, not a bad consolation prize is a seven-game win streak and third in the Eastern Conference. I don't think that's a bad thing to now shift your attention to if you're a, if you're a Magic fan, right? How about the job that this team is doing? Uh, 12 times in Orlando Magic history, they've won seven consecutive games, uh, seven times where it ended at seven, two times where it ended at eight. So twice they've gone for an eight-game win streak and it ended at eight. Three times it ended at nine. So the franchise record is nine. You're sitting at seven. Again, we don't look ahead. We don't. We don't kind of. We don't get ahead of ourselves here. But if I'm a Magic player, I look at it like this: I've got seven consecutive games. You know, again, it's one game at a time. I'm playing the Wizards twice. If you want to get where you want to get, you have to beat teams that are sub 500, and you have a chance to do that here with back-to-back games against the Wizards. And again, I, I don't care about their record. This is a team that you that you want to beat if you're trying to get to the postseason and need to beat, quite frankly, if, if you're going to get upwards of 45, 50 wins. Hard to beat the same team two times in a row back-to-back. If you can be nine games you've won in a row and then you go to Brooklyn on that back-to-back, Jake, there needs to be serious, serious revenge because Brooklyn is the one that mucked this whole thing up for you. Right? <laughs> not, only with the, not only with the 20-point victory in Brooklyn last week, but with the what they did last night, beating the the hapless Toronto Raptors, who who kind of half haphazardly fought for it for two and a half quarters, you go in there angry. I think, and regardless of whether the win streak that would be a franchise record, and you could exact revenge against Brooklyn, whether you've won nine in a row or not, 
You need to exact revenge in that game against the Nets. I love how fired up you are. I mean, it's one thing to get frustrated with your own team when you, for a night, have to root for a team that you genuinely don't, <laughs> exactly. don't like anyways. A right. bunch of Magic fans talking themselves into Scotty Barnes last night on social media. Um, that was a serious, Which, by the way, like, Scotty, he was the only one who, was, who had a pulse late in that game anyways. I mean, it, it, the rest of that team... But he was pulseless for the first three quarters. Oh, my goodness. And this is why everything we saw last night with Scotty Barnes was why we were – and, again, he's a great player, great kid, and he's going to be fantastic. But that's why we said Franz was Rookie of the Year. You take Fred Van Vliet off that team, that's a lot of pressure on – steal late in the game and got that reverse dunk. I was uh, I was, uh, I was, was Team Scotty for a moment. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. That made him three for 11 at that point. Five for 19, I think, when all of a sudden – that team's got some kinks to work out. No, D, look, Coach Mosley was a little short this morning. D, D, you know, you covered enough head coaches to know these are the ones that make you nervous. It's a little oh, yes. right? The quote-unquote should-win game. Um, what did Richie used to say? Those guys drive Mercedes too, right? Yeah. And Kyle Kuzma exactly. is enough to win you a game. He he is a good enough player. Jordan Poole, we know him. Um, it, it, they, They're coming off a win. It's one of only three wins. But they're going to – you want to talk about mucking it up. They're going to try to get up and down, turn this thing into a track meet. Um, and Kuzma's up around nine assists a game over his last five. He's playmaking as well, so we got to be locked in. It feels to me like maybe a night where you don't see a ton of go-go. Maybe you go small um, and see some Paolo at the five tonight and, and run that switchy lineup out there, um, but it's going to be interesting. I know Coach Mosley, these are the ones that really, really make you nervous because, you know, on paper you're supposed to win this game. Well, guess what? They don't play the game on paper. No, you're exactly right, and these are – your. I, I love that analogy about they – Mercedes too, because you're exactly right. Everybody on the other team has an NBA logo, and we've been that team yep. for a number of years. We've been the five and twenty, three and fourteen, and we know. And that team never stopped fighting. And Washington's going to play hard. They get up, they play with pace. Uh, the Magic have the second highest scoring bench in the NBA. This team has the third highest. They've got. They'll put up points. There's no question about it. It's the other things that that they they kind of struggle with. But on any given night, they can put it together. And they're coming in saying we we just beat Detroit like you just mentioned and let's snap the longest winning streak in the NBA. Sure, there's certainly incentive for them to to win this game. Certainly, uh, and they're going to be here for four days anyway, so they're going to come play these games and certainly try to win on our home floor. But to me, this is a great gauge for the Magic. If if yes. you're going to truly get to where you want to get and everything that you're talking about, you have to handle your business. And you did it against Charlotte. And again. That was your fourth game in six nights. That was your seventh game in 12 nights, right? That was not an easy game to play, uh, but you found a way to, to to dig down deep and get it. You cannot overlook this team, and I think the way this team plays, I don't think they will. And I think, and the last thing, Jake, I want to mention before we get out of here, give me your thoughts on this. Uh, Zach Lowe does a great podcast, as as we know anyway, right? The the Low Post podcast. And then he did it with Doris Burke, and he, he mentioned this Orlando Magic team about the 18-minute mark of that podcast, and it was some great stuff. But he raved about Goga Bataze. He saw the things that Jake Chapman saw after game number one, right? And his point was, and tell me what you think, but his point was simply Indiana Pacers drafted Goga to be a stretch five, right? To come out, knock down threes, and and kind of be – it didn't work out that way. The Orlando Magic went the complete opposite. They said, own the most – we want you to own the most valuable real estate in the game, the rim on the offensive end and the rim on the defensive end. I thought that was very powerful and profound. That's exactly what we're asking of Goga. Protect our rim, get offensive rebounds, and dunk when you're open on the other end, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, it's, and I think 
credit the coaching staff for recognizing that and, and that that was his strength and, and just sort of accentuating yeah. the strengths. I used to have a scout friend who used to tell me, don't show me what you can't do, show me what you can do, right? Like, players are not, you know, archetypes. And and I think the Indiana Pacers were, um, were and look, Goga can shoot the three. Like, he can shoot it well enough, I think, just to keep you honest. Yes. Uh, exactly, don't, exactly. But don't focus on that. We're, we're going right. to run stuff with you in the game, and, and, and we're going to, you know, you're not going to be a big focal point of the offense, but you're going to be involved enough to feel – like you're engaged, and he's done such a – he's the best rim protector we have with Jonathan Isaac. We've said that a few yes. times now. Yes. Um, and that element of the defense, it, you know, is something that was sort of missing. Um, so, yes, it, it, it's good to see he's finally getting that recognition. And you hear the way his teammates talk about him as well. They, I mean, they appreciate the way he's been able Absolutely. to in and, and sometimes just sort of slimming down what you want somebody to do and, and, and kind of not restricting but saying, do these two things really well. And then everything else will kind of fill in around it is, is exactly what you need to do with young players. Well, you're right. And I, I encourage everybody to check that out. About the 18-minute mark, some good stuff with him and Doris, as they say, love letters to the Orlando Magic. Uh, and it was awesome. And uh, love letters. Uh, that's what we got for Jalen Suggs. And that's coming out tomorrow. Uh, me, Jake Chapman, George Galate caught up with Jalen Suggs on the next Magic Pod Squad. And that'll drop tomorrow. And I encourage everybody to check into that. There's some good stuff in that, Jake. And we'll have some fun with that tomorrow. Uh, here on Magic Drive Time. That'll do it for us. Coming your way in a matter of moments. The pregame show right here on 96.9 The Game. Then we play basketball. The Magic and Wizards. Have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow.